Hello again, everybody, and welcome to another It's a Great Day for Hockey Talk. I'm Paul Steigerwald, and what a pleasure it is as we look back at the 2016 and 2017 back-to-back Stanley Cup championships to be joined by Hunter Ryan Singh. You remember him. He really uh, became kind of a cult figure at Pittsburgh during that run in 2016 on the way to the playoffs, just as Nick Benino did, but largely because of the call that he made on the goal by Nick Benino. They won uh, the series for the Penguins against the Washington Capitals. Great to see you again, Harner Ryan. How you doing? I'm doing. Uh, I'm doing well, despite the circumstances of, of us of us not having hockey, and you know it would have been playoff time right now. So I'm uh, missing that, but other than that, doing well, spending time with family. Yeah, I hope you and your family are safe, and uh, maybe you could tell us a little bit about what is happening up there in Canada without hockey. Uh, I would think the the hockey fans of Canada are going a little crazy. Maybe playing a lot of knee hockey right now. <laughs> yeah, you betcha. I, I think, uh, you know, the uh, the old classic games are something that people are tuning into. And then, of course, uh, if, the, if you're able to just play a little bit at home with your own family, that's what we're doing. Mini hockey sticks and mini hockey nets are the craze right now all over with my kids. And, uh, you know, it, I, I saw somewhere a news report that in Florida they made wrestling a and necessity it was one of those things where that's like that's something that they have to have we might have to consider doing that here in canada <laughs> <laughs> for hockey of course Hunter ryan of course is uh the voice of uh hockey night in canada in punjabi and you know just for for the fans who may just wonder you know where you're from or what your heritage is could you explain what punjabi is and how you ended up being a hockey fan well, Punjabi is the third most spoken language in Canada. So English and French are the first two. And then Punjabi, just based on population, it, it originates from uh, Eastern Asia. So uh, India and Pakistan have people who speak uh, Punjabi. That's where the language originates. And then a lot of people who've immigrated from those countries to Canada, uh, you know, still speak that language along with English. But being it... Uh, a very vibrant culture, uh, very fun, uh, you know, loud. People are proud of themselves and they like to, they like to kind of, you know, it's colorful, let's, say, let, let's put it that way, and that we incorporate that in our call. So uh, a number of years ago, about now 13 seasons ago, uh, the CBC had introduced a multicultural initiative where they had different languages, uh, hockey broadcast in different languages, and Punjabi became one of them. But it took off. And so uh, we are in our 13th season now. It's with Sportsnet and Omni Television. And so uh, Hockey Night in Canada Punjabi has, uh, you know, we've we've grown to just calling the games have our own full intermissions or full pregame, uh, postgame show. The team has grown. Uh, my colleagues uh, do a fantastic job. We have a ton of fun. So we're hockey guys, but we're just, you know, doing this in another language. And and it's great to be a part of the part of the family. It's growing the game as well because more more people are joining the sport, playing the sport, following it because of the show. Uh, so there's been all sorts of different facets that have come about since uh, its inception. So when I was a kid and growing up in Pittsburgh, I became a hockey fan in my teens, and I wanted to be a hockey announcer pretty early in my life. And I would listen to Dan Kelly and Al Shaver and you know guys like that, uh, Bob Wilson out of Boston, and of course Mike Lang. Here in Pittsburgh, but did you uh, have early aspirations of being a hockey announcer? And when you were calling the games, were you calling them in your head in English or in Punjabi at that time? Well, and of course, we were all fans of the game growing up. And my, I kind of knew early on I wasn't going to be an ice hockey player. My, I mean, my family, we weren't ice skaters 
originally, you know, my parents uh, having immigrated from India here in the 1960s, and I was in a small town in uh, Brooks, Alberta. And uh, so in southern Alberta, a lot of my friends were playing hockey, but I wasn't playing ice hockey. I was playing ball hockey a lot. And that was just because of the fact that I, w I wasn't skating very much or as often. And when I, w when I was watching hockey, though, of course, that was when I kind of decided early on that calling games was going to be my thing. And it, it fit my personality well, too. And I, I would, uh, you know, annoy my family by running around uh, the living room and acting out all of the hockey scenes, but then providing the commentary, doing the commercial interviews and all of that broadcast element stuff as well. And even providing my own crowd noise. I had a ton of imaginative um, kind of scenarios where I was in one case, I was the coach or GM or another in another case, I was the media person and and, you know, giving out uh, NHL awards on my own with my own podium and, and toy microphone. So it, it was a dream of mine to do this. And so I grew up listening to, in Canada, Bob Cole had the uh, the calls for the Stanley Cup finals here for many, many years. And uh, so, you know, he was he was the guy for, for all of those big, big moments. And then even, you know, when I think about the Olympics, when, when uh, NHL players first went to the Olympics in 98 and, 2002 he was the guy so uh, I kind of I loved how he was able to play up the drama and so I try to incorporate that in my call but uh, there's other guys who I've I've also uh, come to appreciate as the years have gone on uh, but because our culture is very vibrant and uh, we we incorporate that enthusiasm in our calls so uh, you know if you if you were to listen to Hockey Night Punjabi when a goal is scored especially that's when uh, that's when we let loose. We have fun. We in, we incorporate music lyrics. We incorporate um, uh, you know humor, um, and then we also incorporate what we call as a Punjabi hake. And the hake is like, so it's one of those things. It's a skill set for a Punjabi singer to be able to hold a note as long as possible. And so I've incorporated that a, a lot into my calls. Certain names allow it to work better for example <laughs> nick benino and uh so you know we've had a lot of fun with that over the years so when you were doing those things in your house you were doing them in punjabi in the punjabi language or did you switch back and forth or what I'm no that's a good question so initially early on in the years uh when i was younger i was doing this in english because i didn't ever even fathom that having hockey night in canada punjabi the Punjabi edition would even be something possible. I mean, we're sitting here today, uh, and this is, you, you know, it's it's fascinating to see how successful this has been, uh, but it's also fascinating to see how it's been a, uh, a form of nation building where it's bringing people together through the power of sport. And so I think it's, I think it's something that's setting an example for other sports, for other countries to look into. Uh, but I had no idea, especially being in southern Alberta, a small town of just 10,000 people. Um, and, you know, I also had along the way, when it, whether I was in elementary school or junior high, high school, and then even when I finally got the courage to decide to go to broadcast school for my post-secondary education, uh, I still had a lot of people along the way caution me saying that, hey, you look really different. Everybody on TV is not like you. And, you know, be realistic like this. This is probably not like, yeah, it's great to have this dream, but it's probably not something that's going to come to fruition. So you should 
So you should seriously like, you know, think what are you actually going to do to to make a living? So I had I had a lot of people caution me along the way. And so, uh, you know, it was it was interesting because you kind of had to think about it um, in terms of would there be a spot for somebody like me? But then what happened is, is having hockey in Canada, Punjabi come to fruition and open the door for all of this. And now the success of the show has allowed so many people of different cultures and and so many people of, uh, you know, different ethnicities, no matter what language they speak, no matter what their background is, is uh, to come into mainstream sports, especially here in Canada and within hockey. So you get to travel and do all that? Or you, uh, I assume, uh, you know, you're, you're, you're calling games in all, in all the buildings. Uh, what, what, what places do you travel to? Do you stay pretty much in Canada or do you go around the National Hockey League? We do stay more in Canada and, you know, we have a studio. So initially the studio was based in Toronto, then it was in Calgary. Now our studio is based in Vancouver. So we're there a lot, but between, between the bigger Canadian markets, we are, we have a presence all over there. I do travel quite a bit from wherever I'm assigned. And, and thankfully in the past couple of years, I've also been assigned some games on the English side. So I've, I have been able to travel to do games from buildings um, as a host role uh within the states as well um but obviously you know the most memorable uh trip ever uh for myself and my colleagues or anything to do with hockey in canada punjabi has to do with your city pittsburgh and the penguins fans so uh you know that's something that we are going to remember for the rest of our lives what do you remember about that uh, playoff run for the penguins and just your experience here in the city of pittsburgh so much i mean uh, where do i even begin that was uh for us in Canada, it was a very uh, peculiar situation. We didn't know what to expect. No Canadian teams had made the playoffs that, that season in 2016. And we weren't really sure what was going to happen in terms of ratings, in terms of the industry, but also just uh, it, was, it was just uncharted territory. We had always followed the Canadian teams until they had you know, fallen out. And then after that, we normally followed Sidney Crosby. So it was kind of fitting that uh, Pittsburgh had a strong team then. And, and it, you know, it started in, in terms of our show and the connection with Penguins fans. It started in the series against the Washington Capitals. And, you know, that's where the first Benino call happened, actually. There was actually a couple of them. Uh, so the first Benino call happened there. And then uh, when, when well, Pittsburgh won the series, there was another Benino call because, because of the fact that he had so many game-winning goals during that playoff run and that HBK line of uh, with uh, with Hagelin on there as well right so uh, and then that was a lot of fun to watch and then we kind of started seeing the response from uh, Pittsburgh fans on social media for the for the goal calls and and it just it was you know there was this wow factor like a, uh, I but we still because we weren't we weren't actually in Pittsburgh for that time we we didn't understand we didn't have a grasp of how big of a deal this was becoming. And then lo and behold, you we had requests from all over the place to redo the Benino call when it came to the Stanley Cup final. <laughs> and of course, right away, uh, you know, he scores the the game two and a half minutes basically left to go in the third period and he scores the, the game winning goal there and, and the adrenaline was pumping. And, and, and for those who don't know, it was just a mistake on my part where I had uh, in my pregame notes, I had written the lineup out and for left wing, center and right wing, I mistakenly wrote Benino down for all three positions. And so that's <laughs> where this thing came from. It was not planned. 
uh, at all. And so the <laughs> with the adrenaline pumping, pumping, and he scored a goal, and it came out as Benino, 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 time <laughs> ten or eleven. And um, so then we we fast forward to uh, it, it's it's becoming more and more clear that okay, there is a chance they're going to win this thing. And then I, I started uh, getting in touch with Selena Pompiani from uh, Penguins TV, who who started telling me that look, this is huge out here, and if they win the cup, uh, would you be willing to come down for the parade? And I was just like, wow, like are you are you serious? That would be incredible. And uh, you know, so talk to my colleagues, talk to my superiors, and we realized this was like a once in a lifetime opportunity. And Lo and behold, they win the cup, and the next thing you know, we're down. We're in downtown Pittsburgh. Even before that, when we got on the plane, we connected in Chicago, and people started recognizing us on the airplane. Are you the Are you the Benino guys? Are you the Hockey Night Punjabi guys? And it was just like, wow, like we were not expecting that. And then when we got to the airport, there was even a tweet. Someone had tweeted the the backside of us just walking in the airport, and the tweet said was, "They're here." And it was just like, wow. And we, you know, and we were like, oh my goodness, like this is awesome. How and then that's when we when we got to Pittsburgh and we were just walking on the streets where we're near the arena, near our hotel, and people were uh coming up to us left, right, and center. And people were even stopping their cars along the sidewalk to get a picture with us. And when we met the Penguins team uh PR guys, they were like, You guys have no idea how big this is. We're like, what? And, and they said every radio station, TV station, they've been playing this call like nonstop for the past couple of weeks. And it's huge. Like you have a cult following here. And they rolled out the red carpet. I mean, we, we got the full meal deal tour inside. But, uh, but Paul, one of the best memories ever was the players had no idea we were there. And they were getting ready to take their Stanley Cup picture in the dressing room. And the, the way the Penguins PR guys had planned it, Tom McMillan and his team, they had, they had decided that we were going to surprise the players with the Benino call. And so it, it was such an amazing atmosphere because everybody was quiet. The player, they had already won the cup, but this is, you know, a couple of days later. And so they're the day of the parade, they're getting lacing up their skates. They're in uniform and in, in the dressing room, the Stanley cups there, the, the Con Smythe Trophy, the Conference Trophy as well, and we just walked in and Benino, 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 and the players just loved it. And you know, Paul, there was such cool moments throughout the process too. Like I remember Mike Sullivan, uh, head coach, having to answer questions about the. So I'm listening from afar. I'm listening to the media conference for the coach, and the first question is, "Hey, what do you think of the Benino call?" I my jaw dropped. I was like. Are you kidding me? Like it's the Stanley Cup final and the head coach of the Pittsburgh Penguins is being asked about a goal call that we did. So it was just incredible. And, and all of those moments, meeting the players, meeting the coaching staff and, and, and them saying we were a part of their Stanley Cup run. I mean, I don't think you can get as close to winning a cup or being a part of a team or as close to a sport as a broadcaster as we were in those moments. Great story. Do you remember uh, your encounter with Mario uh, during that time? Of course. And, you know, my colleagues and I were standing in um, the hallway in the in the arena, kind of just near the entrance of the dressing room. And um, we noticed kind of far to our left down the hall, this really tall figure 
And there was like security detail and he's walking towards us. And we're like, is that Mario Lemieux? And then, of course, uh, as he came closer, we were like, oh, my goodness, it is Mario Lemieux. Like, you know, one of the best players ever in the history of the game. And so we kind of like out of respect, I, I, I remember the feeling even like we kind of just stood against the wall almost at attention that like, you know, <laughs> okay, greatness is about to walk in our presence in front of us. And he comes up and he's like, who did the Benino call? And I put yeah. out my hand and he shakes my hand, but he pulls me in for a hug. And, and he's like, you know, you're, you're going to be a part of Penguins history forever. Great job. And it's just like that moment. And we got a picture with him and it was just, it was just, uh, it was so historic in our lives. I mean, th those, those were, we we're going to be telling our grandkids all these stories someday. <laughs> did he say Lemieux, Lemieux, Lemieux or something? Or did you? <laughs> No, well, that that's a lot tougher than Benito, Benito, Benito. Let's put it that way. Well, that's an awesome story, too. Uh, so what you essentially did, Harner Ryan, was tap into the same fervor and sort of uh, wonder of uh, the Penguins fans have for Mike Lang. It's a very similar that's right. dynamic. You know what I mean? They, they, were, they responded to you in the same way they've responded to Mike all these years, I think. Uh, it, it's an interesting folksy kind of a thing here in Pittsburgh that you tapped into right away. Um, so then uh, the parade comes, and uh, I remember introducing you on the stage for the parade, and uh, people were really excited to see you. Uh, what did you just think of that scene in, in, in downtown Pittsburgh? Did you ride on the, in the parade, or did you just show up at the stage? I couldn't remember that part. We did actually ride in the parade. So we, we were on one of those, like, old-school buses. It was like um, – it was like a coach sort of thing. It was like, and, and uh, it was vintage. And you know, what was incredible is as we were going through the crowds of thousands and thousands of people along the streets, we started seeing signs. There were so many signs that said, Benino, 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 Benino. So many signs that said, we love hockey night Punjabi. And that was incredible because it's like, here we are, this show that is like, you know, a, and based in Canada and you know it's in a different language yet we were able to somehow um, make such a connection with fans because of the sport in Pittsburgh and and you know it was incredible to see that and people were uh, I, I remember going le from the left window to the right window to the back and people were calling and there I don't know how many times I did the Benino call that day it was uh, my vocal cords were probably done I think they <laughs> literally were by the end of it but it was incredible just getting making our way to the stage was just phenomenal as as well and we ran into uh jeff jimerson the anthem singer we and my colleagues and i did a rendition of uh oh canada with him belting at the top of our lungs um and then when we got to the stage it was like so we were standing by the stage and you're surrounded by four hundred thousand people and I loved how they had it set up because it was like right in the middle of that intersection. And then there's like people going all different directions. And, mm -hmm. and so the players started coming in with the Stanley Cup. It was something like out of a movie. It was just like, it almost felt like that's as close to a hockey heaven as you can get. The atmosphere. That's what I call it. That's, that's what I, it's funny you say that because that's exactly what I called it, hockey heaven. I called it that in 2009 standing on that stage. And I did it again in 2016. That's <laughs> right. That's right. And it's just like, you know, you look at those uh, big the the New York parade they have or those types of like the Christmas ones and 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 the big parades that happen in the big cities across the United States and then this was like that but the the enthusiasm was like times a thousand like you know like it was just everybody was on this high 
and then the the players come up and the players you, you introduce all the players everybody's cheering the Stanley Cup's there and then immediately after the players it's our turn and and for me that blew me away too cuz we didn't know exactly what to expect in terms of like what's going to happen what's the order or whatever like we were the penguins kept us uh in, you know we weren't in the loop because they wanted it to be a sur- surprise and special for us too but I remember when you introduced us right after the players, it was just like, wow, this is incredible because, you know, they're, they are the stars, but we, you know, it was a moment for us, for us to kind of almost share that spotlight. And it was just as a broadcaster, you can't ask for more. And then of course we went out and, um, you know, did the Benino call in front of the fans. And I can, I can just picture it, you know, so vividly, like the, the, the crowds and standing in front of us and, everybody cheering and it was a really special moment and you also mentioned mike lang we had a chance to to chat with him a few times and i love his creativity and he was so gracious and so generous and he loved he he also said he enjoyed the benino call as well and that was so nice of him to say and such a great guy and uh, you know someone i i look up to and uh, try to emulate too uh, his creativity is just off the charts <laughs> Well, um, that uh, is just a fantastic uh, uh, trip down memory lane for me. And uh, I can tell by the way you talk about it that you're sort of living it all over again as you tell the stories. It's great to see your passion for it and how much it means to you. So you can imagine uh, then what it means to the fans of Pittsburgh and uh, to all the players who were, you know, who won that cup. But uh, it's, it's, I think it's kind of cool uh, that you could sort of share in the excitement of winning the cup uh, as a guy from somewhere else, and that's not that's unusual. Normally, it's you know the hometown guy, but you you seem to get caught up in it in a way that uh, you know the most fervent Penguins fan could have gotten caught up in it. You know what I mean? Definitely special, and you know I've been ever since then. It's really uh, it's really helped take my career to even different levels. Uh, a lot of my colleagues have been able to get you know mainstream jobs. Uh, on the English side, Randeep Janda, one of my colleagues who was there on stage with me, he's a he's a full-time um, radio show, sports uh, afternoon show host now with Sportsnet in Vancouver. And, uh, you know, also um, I have a, a book coming out in September and the, the idea is kind of like how I got into hockey, my personal journey uh, with my family, and then it all culminates in 2016 in that moment with the with the Benino call and then there's a little bit after as well about what's happened since then uh but uh, there's a lot of those great stories in in a lot of detail that are going to be in that book from Penguin Random House McClellan and Stewart Stewart is the uh, publisher and so that's going to be coming out in September so um uh, Pittsburgh Penguins fans who loved that 2016 cup run a lot of good stories coming up in that as well what's the name of the book the name of the book is One Game at a Time, and it's uh, it's that hockey cliche, but it's also it's a great analogy for, you know, I've been at this now 13 seasons and never could have imagined that it would, you know, have taken me to where I where I am today and still taken it one game at a time. And so that's the that's the name of the book. Uh, one Game at a Time, my journey from small town southern Alberta to hockey's biggest stage. And where did you live exactly? Or where are you now? Where, where, I just want to get an idea of your location. Yeah, I live in Calgary, Alberta, and so with my with my wife and kids, and uh, it's uh, you know they're they're big hockey fans, and they have a lot of Penguins uh, memorabilia. Let's put it that way. <laughs> Fabulous.
Colonel Ryan, we appreciate your time. We appreciate your excitement and uh, and support of the Pittsburgh Penguins. And so happy to have had the chance to talk to you and relive some of those great moments. Thanks for having me. Really appreciate it. Okay, that was Harner Ryan Singh, the man who said, go ahead and say it again one more time. Benino, 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 Nick Benino! Thanks for watching. It's a great day for Hockey Talk presented by PPG. I'm Paul Steigerwald. We'll talk to you next time.